everyone, my name is Adiola Adiola Olutala. It's a beautiful day and a beautiful moment. Okay, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We thank you because you are God and you are God alone. Thank you for your word that is about to come to us. Thank you because I know that our spirit is about to be filled with words from you, with great things from you, Lord. Let the entrance of your word bring it life in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. You're welcome to my podcast and welcome to the new episode. I titled this episode, The Life of Diana. The Life of Diana. Diana. And then uh, our Bible text we're taking from Genesis chapter 30 verse 21 and genesis chapter 34 1 to the end i say it again genesis chapter 30 verse 21 and genesis chapter 34 verse 1 to the end as a form of introduction we'll be looking at the life of diana and we'll be learning from her and the circumstances around her life who is diana and what was her story okay now diana was the daughter of leah we all know Leah, right? The unloved wife of the tribal leader Jacob. From the start, from what I've learned, from the word of God, uh, we all know that Jacob wasn't really in, in love with Leah. He was in love with Rachel. So, from my point of, you know, study, I that Diana may have felt that she was unloved by her father oh my father does not love my mother so he might really not love me that much so the she was feeling like my father does not love me the very man who should have loved her you know there's something with this bond between a father and his daughter a mother and a son so Diana might not have felt that bond with her father based on the fact that she was feeling unloved. So my dear sisters and whoever is listening out there, if no one loves you, please learn to love yourself. One important thing you need to know and understand is that God loves you more than anyone else. So don't feel unloved. Don't depend on others' love to love yourself. Love yourself first and it becomes easy to love others as yourself. Accept yourself as God's image and likeness. Encourage yourself in the Lord. We all have one story or the other to tell about if people love us or they don't. God's love is far more important than any other love. Appreciating God's love makes it very easy for you to love yourself and then this love in you tends to make others love you. Start by loving yourself. You can check one of my podcasts titled Start by Loving Yourself to know more about that. Your background doesn't matter. Your circumstances around your bed does not define you. God loves you and cherishes you. Have that at the back of your mind. Okay, so... Now, going further to the study of Diana, the Bible describes how Diana went out to visit some women. Who are those women? The Bible says the daughters of the land. 
Now, during my study, I was like, who are these daughters of the land? Who are the daughters of the land? How can I describe them in our generation? The daughters of the land are described as those who aren't part of God's kingdom. Those who doesn't know the Lord, let alone do his will. Daughters of the land are not God's daughters. They are children of the world. They are unbelievers. They are full of darkness, full of corruption. They are not God seekers. They are not God chasers. They are people who are not of God. People with different opinions, views, basic values, sovereign values, perspective, ideas, doctrines, either say. They are simply people who follow after the flesh. They are carnal minded. They are not spiritually inclined. They do not know anything about the spiritual things. They are fleshy. They are of the world. Now, this characteristic matches with the daughters of the land. And it is clear that God does not want us to mingle with such people. How do I know? Look at your Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. It says, Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate. Said the Lord, touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Verse 18 says, And and I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. From this scripture, I know clearly that God does not want you and I to mingle with the people of the land, with the daughters of the land. That's why he said, Come out from among them and be ye separate, but distinct. So, apart from this Second uh, Corinthians, there are other scriptures that shows God stand on mingling with the people of the land. The first one is Exodus 34 verse 15 to 16. You can read that. You can read that. It says, Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a warring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto thy gods, and one called thee, and thou eat of the sacrifice, verse 16 says, and thou take of their daughters unto thy sons, and thy daughters go a warring after their gods, and make their sons go a warring after their gods. From this place, I know clearly that God doesn't want us to have anything to do with this land. He does not want you to have anything, absolutely nothing to do with the people of the land. Not only that, look at Judges chapter 3 verse 5. And the children of Israel dwelt among the Canaanite, the Etite, and the Amorite, and Perizzite, and Evite, and Jebusite. And they took their daughters to be their wives and gave their daughters to their sons and served their gods. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and forgot the Lord thy God, thy God, and served Balim and the grove. Now, if you read ahead, you see that the anger of the Lord was out upon the Israel. In fact, he sold them into, in, in, into the hand of the king of Mesopotamia. So, mingling with the Lord. All the world can cost you so many things, can take away so many things from you, can take you into slavery, can take you into punishment, into consequences you cannot bargain for. Is that okay? So mingling with the world is a no, 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 no area for children of God. 
so follow me in this journey because we are going to be learning so much using the life of diana now looking at this verse above it is clear that associations friendship relationship and fellowship with the daughters of the land can cause god to be far from us it can destroy destinies look at ezra chapter 9 verse 2 for they have taken of their daughters for themselves and for thy sons so that the holy seed have mingled with themselves with the people of those land yea the hand of the princes and rulers had been chief in this trespass now therefore give no Okay, now, therefore, give not your daughters unto thy sons, neither take thy daughters unto your sons, nor seek thy peace or their wealth forever, that ye may be strong and eat the good of the land and leave it for an inheritance to your children forever. God does not want you to have anything to do with the people of the land. He does not want us to trespass. He does not want us to mingle with them. So that we will not lose our inheritance with God. So that we will not lose the good land. So that we will be strong. So God does not want us to, to, to be with them. God wants us to be far from them. He does not want us to have any friendship, any relationship, any fellowship, any association with the people of the land. Because it can destroy destinies. I'm sure many of us don't want our destinies to be destroyed. So we got to stay away from the people of the land, the daughters of the land, the sons of the land. Now my question is, why did Diana visit the daughters of the land? If they have been a laid down, you know, principle or laid down rules that have been guiding the children of Israel, why did Diana went to visit why did Diana go to visit the people of the land? Why did she go there to visit them? This was a question I asked myself over and over. Could it be that she went to preach and led and lead them to Christ? Diana went to visit some women. She cannot have been alone when she left. She couldn't have been alone when she left the, the pitch tent of her family and went to the city. Was no one watching her? Was she not accountable to someone about her whereabouts? Did she take permission to go out? Was she permitted to go out? Because I doubt it. Who did she talk to about going out to see the daughters of the land? I doubt it because if she had told someone, they would have told her not to go. I concluded by asking myself a question. If she had important things to do, would she have gone out? I mean, nothing was recorded about Diana's duty in the house. She was practically jobless, and I do. Nothing was said about her purpose, her assignment, her destiny, her potentials, her skills. Nothing. A capital nothing. Nothing was said about her no record of achievement no record of anything like special or spectacular about her just that she was the daughter of jacob and leah is that the kind of life you want to whoever is listening to me just pass through the world without making any impact 
it is not enough to be just a daughter it is not enough to be just a daughter i want to be more i don't know about you i don't know about you that sister that is listening to me that lady out there that woman out there that girl out there that female out there i don't know if you just want to be a girl child you just want to be a daughter you just want to be somebody's wife you just want to be somebody's sister you just want to be you know somebody's daughter no 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 i just don't want to be a daughter i want to be more if Diana was thinking about purpose and the reason for her existence, she wouldn't have gone out visiting and gisting with people who have nothing to offer her or help her in the journey of destiny. They had nothing to add to her. They had nothing to add to her value. They had nothing to add to her purpose, to her destiny. But she was looking forward to go and visit them. Do you want to be more or just be your parents' daughter? Do we want God to hand over responsibilities to us? Or you want to be left alone to be idle? How do I know she was idle? How do I know that she was doing nothing? Which is why which was why she, she had a lot of time to go visiting and gossiping around talking to people she was not supposed to talk to now looking at the bible i think because she was a daughter no great responsibility was handed over to her by a parent her brothers were busy they were up and doing but she was doing nothing my question is what and where what and where is your place of assignment do you have a place of assignment? Do you have a purpose that keeps you very busy and occupied? Do you? Do you have a purpose that keeps you busy and occupied with God? Or are you idle? An idle man is the devil's workshop. Are you doing something for God? Your place of assignment is a place where destiny are fulfilled. Where purposes is accomplished. Where you do something to contribute to the existence of man. When you miss the place of assignment or purpose, you regret everything. Just like Diana. Find your place of assignment. Find your purpose. You are not just born into this world as a daughter or as a son. You are meant for so much more. There is no place for emptiness or vacuum. You can't be idle in God's kingdom. Your place of assignment is the reason why you are on earth. You can't be idle, lazy, or sleeping like Diana. You must be doing something when be called upon. Look at Joseph, David, and Samuel. They were doing something when God called upon them. Your place of assignment is your service to God, humanity, and to yourself. 
and you must be consistent and have someone you are accountable to like a disciple or a mentor that will help you and guide you you can't be hiding you can't be you can't be doing nothing even when God called all those great men and women of God God found them doing something God found them doing something He said come you will no longer be a fisherman I will make you a fisher of men They were doing something every one of them they're doing something with they were busy doing something david was a shepherd boy he was doing something when he was being called upon by god you can't afford to be high do you can't afford to be losing out of destiny you can't afford to be wasting away doing nothing because an idle man is the devil's workshop you can go ahead and read hebrews 4 2 Genesis 37 verse 13 to 28 for Samuel 16 verse 11 to 15 how much of instructions do you listen to look at the life of Diana even with the instructions from God don't mingle with this don't mingle with that she still went ahead to mingle to visit and look at where it landed at. I'm sure you'll see where it will land up. So you must be able to take instructions from your mentor, from your disciple, from God. You must be able to listen because God only works with people who are ready to obey. One thing is needed in your work with God and that is total obedience not partial absolute obedience to god okay another thing to learn from diana's story is that she never said a boundary nor did she indicated her boundaries as a child of god there must be boundaries to help you in life and your work with god diana didn't set boundaries to the kind of friendship or association she should maintain keep or let go Everybody can't be your friend. Everybody can't be your friend. We can't choose our parent. Neither can you choose your siblings, your relatives. One thing we have the privilege to choose for and by ourselves is our friends. There are things you shouldn't do as a child of God. Set boundaries. Tell and ask yourself, how far can I go? How far should I go? What is the limit? Questions like this helps you in your journey. There are certain things you don't want to play with. There are things you shouldn't even encourage from people, especially opposite sex. There are certain things you should not play with. You should not encourage, especially people from, you know, the opposite the opposite species learn to send set boundaries in your relationship learn to send boundaries in your associations 
learn to discipline yourself. It takes the place of discipline to set boundaries. Okay, let's move from here. Without giving any detail of where she was or how it happened, the Bible simply says that Shechem took hold of her and had sexual intercourse with her by force. You should have read the story from the Bible text. Shechem was the one, was the one who, who, who raped her. The Bible says that he took her and had sexual intercourse with her by force. I emphasize the word first. We have no record where she was raped. Was it on the field, on the bed, in a room, on the floor? Yeah. All we saw was that one. There was a scene. A desiring. A taking and a defilement. I noticed four things that I saw. A scene he saw. He desired. He desired her. He took her. A taking. And then he forced her. Defiled her. Hmm. I told you this tonight's episode is gonna be a long one. Um, okay, now let's take it one after the other. A scene, he saw. Now, what are those things you are seeing that can lead you to sin? What are those things you do, say, or or wear that can make a man or a woman, opposite sex, lust after you or want to rape you forcefully? Do you know they rape men too? It's not only women. No. <laughs> yes. They rape men too. <laughs> things we see are, they have a way of lingering in our heart and out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks what do you watch what do you see what do you wear on your body do we dress decently my bible says let all things be done decently and in order moderately do we dress to kill or open up our body for the world to see do you know that the way you dress is the way you will be addressed? I really want to believe that Diana dressed decently. But even with, I don't know, I was not there, she was still raped. Let's talk of you that you are dressing naked on the street, everywhere in your neighborhood, in your community. You have forgotten that your body is the temple of God. Look at the way you dress and look back to how people have been viewing you, calling you or behaving with you. The way we dress will definitely attract the kind of people we dress like. The way you dress will definitely attract the kind of people who dress like you. 
Remember, you are single sisters. We are single sisters, right? I'm talking to the single sisters, and not only to the single sisters out there, I'm talking to any sister, any woman out there. Because whether you are a married person, you are a single person, you are not in this world as a mistake. You are not in this world just to be a daughter, just to be a wife. You are meant for so much more. Along with that duty, you have all the purpose. God has a purpose with you in mind. You have a great purpose which you must fulfill. It is not just to be a sister, just to be a a, a daughter, just to be a wife, just to be a mother. You also have a great destiny ahead of you. But, you know, you've got to look at how you dress. Ask yourself, if a man should see the way I dress, what comes to his mind? What comes to his heart? Is it lust, infatuation, dirty motives, or love, or respect? It is true we don't know why Diana was raped, but Bible acknowledged the fact that Shechem saw her and took her. And laid with her by force. Could it be the way she was dressed? There was a scene. He saw. What did he see? I was not there. What did he see? Have you ever thought about it? I like thinking. I like thinking and I've been thinking. What did he see? He saw something. He saw something which made him to go ahead and took her. Took her. Led with her by force. Could it be the way she was dressed or was it because she was too beautiful? Remember, men are easily aroused by what they see. Men are easily aroused what they see women we are easily aroused by what we hear what we listen to but men are not like us they are different they move easily by what they see what did Shechem see what did he what did you see what he saw would be something that put him into to take Diana and raped her Okay, let's go to the number two. Desiring. What are your desire? What do you desire? What are your desires? Do they conform to God's way? Are your desires godly, goodly, and kingdom-minded? Colossians chapter 3 says, set your affections on things above, things that are heavenly. My Bible also says that where your treasure is, that is where your heart lies. 
What do you desire? What is your desire? Are they conforming to God's will? Are they godly? Are they goodly? By the time we check your desires, do they match with the standard of heaven? Will they match with the things that are above? Will they match with good things? Will they match with things that are lovely, that are pure, things that are of good report? Or are they filled with thought of raping someone else's daughter? to someone tonight let your desire be conformed to God's desire let your will be conformed to God's will you must look at your thoughts you must look at the things that you you want are they in line with God's purpose are they in line with God's purpose are they inside God's plans? It is good to desire. But hope your desire is in line with God's desires. Okay, let's go to the third one. Taking. What are those things you things you are taking? What are those things that you've taken? What are those things that you are about to take? Do you take them by force? Do you take them by stealing? Or you took them with permission? Do you take things with the owner's permission? It is not everything you see that you must take. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Is it everything you must take? Is it everything your flesh wants that you must give it? When will you learn to say no to ungodliness? Titus chapter 2 verse 12. When will you learn to say no to unrighteousness? When will you learn to say no to that bad habit when will you learn to say no to that to that thing that is not glorifying God in your life when will you learn to say no you can say no you can say no it is not every time you should say yes you can actually say no with the help of the Holy Spirit And the last one, defilement. Diana was defiled. A vessel unto honor was ridiculed and molested. A clean vessel, because unclean. A clean vessel became unclean because she didn't set boundaries. Because she took a step she shouldn't have taken. Because she went where she shouldn't have gone. She was defiled. She was treated like an alert. She brought this honor to her family. She left where she was more 
savor, secured, protected, pampered, loved, cherished. She left the place of covering, of protection, to the place of danger and harm. Even though all her family member does not love her, there is someone in that family that loved her. Her brothers loved her. From the way they fought for her, it shows they love her. A mother, I'm sure a mother loves her. She left that comfort. She left that zone where she was secured. That environment where she was pampered like a princess. She was the only daughter. To go to a place of danger and harm. See, beloved audience, beloved sister, define your relationship and association with people. Don't allow anyone treat you less of a child of God. You are God's own and the apple of His eyes. Carry yourself as such. Be confident in God and in yourself. And know with a great assurance that you are secured in Christ Jesus. Stay in that place of protection. Stay under the wings of God. It reminds me of a song that says, In the shadow of your wings, I know I am safe. In the shadow of your wings, I found relief. For you hold me and you got me. With your righteous hands, I found rest, peace of mind. In the shadow of your wings, there is peace of mind in the shadow of God's wing. There is peace of mind in God. You are secured in God. Stay where God wants you to be. Where you will be saved. Okay, so that we can move fast. Okay. So we have looked at the fourth thing that happened. When he saw, he took and he lay with her by force. Now let's go to another thing I saw in the story. Shechem falls passionately in love with Diana. And says he wants to marry her. Hmm. How now? What kind of love is, is that? A love that hurts me, rubbish me, took away my dignity, and then says it is love. This is like using Panadol before headache even comes. Like using Panadol before your headache comes. Like, I don't want to have headache, so let me use the pastor more. It won't work. 
because when that edit comes you still have to use another set of parastamol uh, panadol who does that how can you molest someone and then say you are in love brothers sisters how can you hurt someone they say it because you love them that is why you are hurting them we must learn from the mistake of Shechem that things must be done decently and in order first Corinthians chapter 14 verse 40 things must be done decently and in order right think right be righteous be upright in whatever you do do the right thing at the right time put god first ask the holy spirit to help you do things right and in other put god first and every other thing shall be added unto you matthew chapter 6 verse 33 you can't do the wrong thing and it says that it is love that pushes you to do the wrong thing Seek God first, and every other thing shall be added unto you. If Shechem had thought of God first, if Shechem had met with the Lord, he knew the Lord, he had seek the face of God, he might have married Dan in the proper way. But no, he defiled her, and then love came. No, 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 no. Is right. Be decent and do it in an orderly manner. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus for our brothers and our sisters. Do the right thing at the right time. God's strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. Ask God for help. Ask God for strength. He will help you. He will help you. Okay, the next thing was an attempt at reconciliation. Shechem and his father tried to reconcile, but the deal has already been done. So the lesson I learned here is that your actions can affect lives and can also affect you. Your decisions and your choices must be carefully weighed. Everything you are doing, everything you've done, and everything you will still do will affect lives and generations to come. If in fact they have not affected lives and generations yet, they will. You must be careful. You must weigh your actions. Because of Shaken's action, Diana became an outcast. How you live your life is important because many destinies and lives out there are tied to you. Just you. How you live your life is important because so many destinies are out there. So many lives are out there that are tied to you unless you come to your manifestation, unless you come to your rising, unless you come to your betting. Those destinies and lives will be tied down. 
we earnestly await your manifestation i earnestly await your manifestations i don't know who is listening to me but i want you to know that i await your manifestation earnestly romans chapter 8 verse 19 i do not want any of us to end like diana a destiny was cut short alive and journey ended even before they started i wouldn't want any of us to end that way that is why you must weigh your actions now right now weigh it first before you make that decision wait before you go into that decision prevention is better than cure and attempt as reconciliation when the deed has been done it was kind of too late i know there is a second chance yes but why don't you sit down and think about it first before you make that decision go treat carefully know the lives and generations are tied to you okay the next one i wanted to talk about is that there was an offer of marriage this relationship was what god was against in the first place look at all those verses we read right Remember those verses we read for Ezra 9 verse 2, Judges 3 verse 5, Exodus 34 verse 15, uh 2 Corinthians 6:17 to 18. All those verses we read, right? That talks about God not wanting us to mingle with the people of the land. And here was Shechem. offering marriage to the family of Diana marriage for the people of the land this is like association with darkness with sin and works of the devil who are your friends who are you associating with will you enter any our relationship with any our person because you are desperate because you are growing old because your parents are pressurizing you to marry because your friends are getting married that relationship you are having with that brother yes <laughs> that brother mhm is it godly is it the kind of relationship god will be happy with or is it the kind of relationship god said do not mingle with the people of the land check your relationship with that brother check your relationship with that sister my friend is he a child of god is he a woman of god does he fear the lord did he fear the lord did they help you obey god in every way did they bring out the best in you does he help you or does she help you grow your faith and believe in god or are they helping you dive deeper into sin think about it think about it chicken didn't stop at the offer of marriage do you know that it makes a further offer to give any marriage present they want 
if he can marry Diana. Hmm? Is someone bribing you to cover up his or her own misconduct or behavior? Is someone bribing you to cover them up? I've done it. I'm sorry. They just, they just cover my shame. Don't tell the world. Don't let people know. I'm sorry. I will marry you. Oh, I will do this. Oh, I will send you abroad. A lot of promises. A lot of things. Bribery. Just to cover up what they've done. He didn't stop at the offer of marriage. He, was, he, he went ahead to bribe the brothers of Diana. And do you know what? What I learned here? Do you know that it was the bribery that actually got Diana's brother to, to get angry? It got them angry because one, he has injured their sister and dishonored their family. Two, he has done what ought not to be done. Three, now he has seen, he now seems to be offering them, or he seems to be offering to give them financial gain through the rape of their sister. Oh, Diana's brother got very angry, and this offer led to deep anger in their heart. They didn't stop there, you see sin rape from the rape down to bribery from bribery the shikem's brother uh, diana's brother got angry they started keeping malice planning things in their heart that is how little by little sin starts little by little our hearts are filled with grudges with malice with wrath with stripes with jealousy with envy with evil thoughts on how to kill somebody. They got very angry. They didn't stop there. They seek justice. This led to deception and death of Shechem and all his people. Your actions can lead to death and you doing what you're not supposed to do. We must not put laws into our hands. Neither should we avenge ourselves. Let God avenge you. Because his vengeance is mine. Yes, I know you've been through hell. People have taken advantage of you and you've gotten hurt. Yes, I know you found it difficult to let go and forget that incident. It still does not justify you putting laws into your own hands. It does not justify what Diana's brother did. Let it go. Forgive them. Forgiveness is important and crucial no matter how grave the situation may be. Or how grave it may be. How dangerous it may be. How hurting how you may be. You need to forgive. Unforgiveness won't take you far. In fact, it will deprive you of blessings, peace of mind and forgiveness from God. Unforgiveness can even take heaven from you. Why this heaven over a matter you should let go? Why this heaven over that little art or that huge art? I don't want to quantify your heart. But why this heaven over this kind of thing when you can let it go? When you can let go of regret, let go of earth let go of offenses and focus your mind on god and heaven 
how great it will be if you win heaven and lose every other thing. Because of anger and Diana's brother killing Jacob and all his people. Do you know what happened? Jacob put them that means the brothers who were trying to revenge their sisters he put them to curse. Read Genesis chapter 49 verse 5 to to 7. He put them to curse. Let us stop every an eye for an eye, a two for a tooth syndrome in our lives. It won't take us far in life. Advice. I know you've been pained. I know it hurts. I know it's not easy letting go. But I want you today to leave everything to God and let him fight for you. He is the God who art and will never ever lose a battle or fight. It is better you allow God fight your battle than you fighting it yourself. You can fight a battle and at the end of the day be guilty. But when God fights your battle, you will always be victorious. Why don't you bow down your head and quickly say short prayer. Talk to God in prayer about any issue that you are facing right now that is bothering your mind any issue that you have passed through that you've been through that has hurt you so much that you don't know how to handle it why don't you bow down your heart your mind to god this moment and tell it to the lord in prayer he's right here i can feel him he's right here you want to mend broken heart. You want to give healing to those who are hurt, who are broken. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Now, finally, the last piece of what I learned from Diana's story, and very important, sisters and brothers. <laughs> Diana's voice was not heard. And that was the last time her name was mentioned in the Bible. That was the last time. Her name came out in like two chapters. And that was the end. That was the end. That was the last time her name was mentioned. Her life ended abruptly even before it began fully i pray for you may you not be irrelevant to god and to your generation in the name of jesus may we not be irrelevant i pray for myself too May we not be relevant to God and in this generation. Amen. You are created into this world for a purpose, my beloved. You've got to discover it. You've got to let God help you achieve it by focusing more on God. You are meant for so much more, beloved. 
don't let enemy truncate your destiny don't let them truncate or destroy your destiny devil is looking for wood to kill steal from and destroy don't let him count you among his numbers of people he has destroyed their destinies god is counting on you he's counting on me he's counting on us to be strong to be courageous to stay focused to stay in that ancient landmark that that has been set always listen to instructions diana didn't and she lost herself she lost her purpose she lost her destiny she did not even find out what she was meant to do she was lost forever in the volume of books she thought the daughters of the land were better than her and she wanted to belong she left god's presence and was defiled she got carried away with the things of the world first john chapter 2 verse 15 to 16 Don't get carried away. Don't lose your voice and don't lose your relevance to God. Don't I beg you. I can feel in my spirit that you might want to tarry in God's presence after this so i will just drop three prayer points and then you can pray the way you want you can tarry as the holy spirit wants say father help me help me not to lose my place of assignment my place of purpose my place of covering and protection Too. say father help me help me not to lose my voice help my voice be heard in this generation and more to come and lastly say father help me help me fulfill purpose that purpose you've created me for into this world i know i am not born of accident I am not a product of coincidence. I am not a product of accident. I am not a product of coincidence. I know you created me with a purpose in mind. Go ahead and speak today. Say, Father, help me fulfill purpose. In Jesus name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you all for listening. God bless you. I'm a dear love. Adiola little lamb